everybody should listen to the Musers. What are you doing if you're not listening to the Musers in the morning? Sleeping. Well, what I else was, are you going to listen to? I was non-sleeping listening to Gordo's Corner. And they were bring, they brought up male what what surgeries men were into. Like the most popular male plastic surgery type things. And the number one one was getting your your uh, fat removal, like tummy lipo, that yeah, kind of lipo. thing. Yeah. And then the second one was something that I was not familiar with, uh, but I heard them talk about it, and I said, "You know what? This sounds like the worst two doctors in America, <laughs> and it also sounds like they're just a convers- passing a passing a bong back and forth." A conversation, yes, where they are just throwing edibles at each other with their mouths wide open. <laughs> so, oh. what better way to celebrate that than to just? Tick it down a notch. So here are Dr. Miller and Dr. Keith enjoying, here you can give me that, enjoying themselves a nice conversation about what men are really into when it comes to surgery. Do you know how they do the penis enlargement? I'm sure you've researched it quite I a have, bit I have given no your idea. condition I have no idea but I'm sure you're about to completely educate everyone well in this article about this guy dying uh-huh, in this article this you the have first, nothing in front of you right now this is the first I've read of this uh-huh. They say in the U.S. he he died in Paris on the operating table, so who knows what goes over there. But in the U.S., there's only one silicone implant treatment. That's how they enlarge it. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, in my childish brain, I always brain. thought that they enlarged it like when they lengthen a leg, they'll <laughs> saw in the middle of the femur, let's say, and they'll take bone or take something job, brownie. from somewhere else and they'll Put it in the middle of the femur to lengthen it by like an inch. (laughs) So you think they enlarge penises by putting a bit of leg bone in the middle of it. Or whatever will work. If leg bone works, fine. But I didn't... That's what I thought that it was... You slice it in half and then add something to the middle. (laughs) So I always thought it worked. But apparently it's a silicone implant. Some of these guys have like push button penises. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're talking about. It's like if a guy has Oh, to enlarge it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. When he has... (laughs) Which I'm saying erectile dysfunction, but I'm disguising it, so I'm going to say it. Uh Uh-huh. 
has like a push button that he can hit that and then it there's a bladder inside the peen <laughs> that then inflates with some substance and then gives him the penetrative penetrative power that he needs. Power. I picture I picture Oh my god. I picture two doctors at the like the Stockholm medical conference like that had wandered off to the other room to discuss their own ideas yeah and this is what they came up with man you know a lot about this (laughs) i've never heard of this but you know plenty so actually in in my erectile push button pump (laughs) What? I got a Duramax engine in it. (laughs) Would you like to know the hottest plastic surgery trend for men? It's the scrotal lift. (laughs) What George is getting. (laughs) Why? Off air. air. That's all fair. Yes. he is out today. The scrotal <laughs> lift is the hottest plastic surgery trend for men who have balls hanging down, balls hanging down, balls hanging down. To get I always thought that up. was a myth that the balls go, they descend. No. Take the elevator as you get older. Tell me, certainly you've seen the National Geographic pictures of the guys with giant balls hanging down below their knees. I don't really look for them. I don't don't know what. When we were in grade school, we'd go to the school library and we'd find the National Geographic that had the guy with the balls hanging Just down to so his ankles. Just so you could look at balls. <laughs> you went to the library when you were in elementary school to look at balls. Gravity over time will pull them down. Not wow. if you have something working against the force of gravity. Yeah. But you're not wearing briefs 24-7. You take showers. You're in swimsuits. Sometimes you're going without underwear. Well, I guess <laughs> your skin loses its elasticity right. as you get older as well. So wait, do women have the same problem? <laughs> they don't have since all of this, all of this anatomy, balls. well, all the anatomies derive from the same, the same source. You know, a woman's labia oh. is merely a split scrotum. What? <laughs> That's, 
I swear to you that's true. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> oh my god. It's like they forgot they were on the radio. That took place on the air. Yes. Yeah, it did. God. Didn't that was, sound like such you a talk about us? I know. I was crying laughing, man. Oh God, I knew it would sound better if it was slowed down, <laughs> so thank you, Mino. <laughs> god almighty. Good job, Mino. Wow. There you go. Doing the Lord's work. There is Friday fun. You're doing the devil's work is what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The ticket. Get ready for an all-new Hardline segment. It's time to step into the snake pit. And now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of the snake pit, Snake. I watched the trailer. Dude. Dope, huh? You yeah, it's dope. <laughs> Here's Snake. Thank you. We got Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren to sign on to that. They're in that? Yeah. It looks like it. How many trailers are there? I guess I didn't see that one. We better watch another one. Yeah. Speaking of F9. F9 is not brought to you by the laws of physics either. No, it is not. Don't it is worry not. about that. Yeah. Jeez. All right, so Friday night... I don't know what you guys were up to, but I went to dinner with uh, the wife and the children. It was just lovely and and uh, just a wonderful family outing. Did you guys go to CeCe's? Uh, I don't even know where we went, to be honest with you. But we came home, and we're sitting around, and uh, the kids are watching South Park, which hold that thought for later on in the week. <laughs> and I'm looking at my phone, and uh, I see, whoa. We may have a no-hitter. And at the time, it was the seventh inning of the Rangers-Padres game. And so I was like, I'm turning this on. I want to see this if it goes down. Nine outs away from a no-hitter. Heck yeah. So the kids are down there in the main TV room watching watching South Park. And I was like, give me the remote. I'm changing this. If you guys want to go somewhere and watch whatever, do it somewhere else. But I ain't going in your room to watch TV. Were they cool with that? Yeah, they were fine, but they, so I was, they're like, what, what's going on? I was like, it's, it's, uh, the Rangers are getting ready to be no hit. And there's a blank look on both their faces. Now, I'll set the scene up by telling you that my oldest quit playing baseball in third grade. He hated it. It was the one sport he absolutely hated. He just thought it was boring. He didn't like standing around, waiting for something to happen. He needed the immediacy of, basketball or tennis or football or something like that, he couldn't handle it. And so some kids are that way, and he was like, I don't want to play anymore. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to force you to play anything. Was Uncle Mike okay with this? Uncle Mike frowned on this decision from young from young Isaac. So it, he's now 15. All right? So this is it is he's had a seven-year gap or something like that from the last time that he played baseball. And you'll hear he hasn't changed his thoughts about baseball much. <laughs> So my youngest, though, is a fan. and um, A fan of the baseball? Yeah. Okay. Not only is he a fan, he pitches. All right? Now, he didn't He didn't play this year. He's not playing this year. Um, TJ? Yeah, he's got Tommy John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there he goes. He's kind of COVID-related and team-related, whatever. But anyway... He's played. He's been very good. 
and he's been a blast to watch, and he's he's a good little pitcher. Again, he's a pitcher. He can throw some strikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. So, as I'm telling them that the Rangers are getting ready to be no hit, I've got one kid looking at me <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> right. And i got the other kid looking at me like going, well, what's the big deal? And so, as I start to explain the significance of a no-hitter, I, I come to realize that they have no idea what I'm talking about. Right. And I could not believe it. You're speaking a language that they do not comprehend. No. And one plays the sport. And then I'm like, I'm getting so mad, and I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking in my head, what age did I know what a no-hitter was? Dang. I think it was four. I, it was pretty young. Right? Absolutely. We are fully aware of what a no-hitter is and the significance of it and the rarity of it mm-hmm. and all of it. And uh, so I immediately grab my phone. All right? Mm-hmm. And I hit the record button, and we just start from scratch. Awesome. Now, luckily, I didn't expect this amount of gold. About 10 seconds in, in walks my wife. Yes. To clear everything up? Yeah. <laughs> To make everything... <laughs> to bring some adult expertise into the conversation. Yeah. So here is me. What an S show this is going to be. I can't wait. I'm so happy. Let, let's. I don't know if you guys know what I do for a living. A sports talk radio show, and this is my family. Awesome. All right? Here we go. Mike, what's a no-hitter? Bro, I'm not answering that. <laughs> What's a no-hitter? I'm not answering that. <laughs> so he is kicked back on the couch and just looks over to me, and he's like, bro, I'm not answering. Mike, what's a no-hitter? Bro, I'm not answering that. What's a no-hitter? I'm not answering that. <laughs> I know how this goes. Come on, dude. What's a no-hitter? I'm not answering that. I don't watch baseball. I'm not answering that. I want to answer it. What's a no-hitter? Not hitting a single trip or double, triple, or home run. Okay. So Van, the pitcher, says it's not no one getting a double, triple, or home run. Okay. Kind of left off the single part of it all. But he was closer than the other one. Or at least warm, or at least participating in our quiz. Yeah. Triple or home run. A no hitter. And here comes the yes. one. Yes. <laughs> And now the star of the show. Triple or home run. A no hitter. Yeah. What? what is, okay, wait, Van. Say it again. I haven't hit a single double, triple, or home run. Uh huh. No hitter means when the pitcher strikes everybody out. No, that's not hits. what a no hitter means, Mom. <laughs> wait. What is it? He said when a pitcher. Yeah. Strikes or he nobody hits off of him. It's a no hitter. Right, he strikes everyone out. He either strikes them out or they just or he walks them, but they still don't hit. Can he walk them? What if they hit the ball? Then then it's not a no hitter. Right. Right. So if they just hit the ball, then 
the no-hitter is over, right? If they just hit it and it goes back to the pitcher and the pitcher throws them out, then that's not a no-hitter anymore? If they hit it... Mom, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so a no-hitter means they can hit the ball but just not make it to first base? They can't make it. A Anywhere? double, a triple, or a home run. So Van is back to the, Mom, you're stupid, but... No, it's a double, triple, or a home run. He's very as many singles as you want. Yeah, he's yeah. very confident in his poor information. Right. Yeah. So a no hitter means they can hit the ball but just not make it to first base. They can't make it. A Anywhere? double, a triple, or a home run. What about a single? Getting to first yeah, base. Yeah, they can have a single. They can. Yeah, Where but they're going to pass the single, so they can't. At this point, my head. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Are you hearing. Like calling your lawyer? Right. <laughs> I cannot believe what I'm hearing. They, have a single. they can? Yeah, but they don't go past the single, so they can't go to second base, basically. So then how is that a no-hitter? What the f*** is going on in my house? Right <laughs> okay, then what's a no-hitter? Explain. When no one hits the ball, is it a no-hitter? Was I right? It only makes sense. Why would you not include a single in there? Of course, a single breaks a up hit. a no-hitter. Right. Yes, it's a hit. It's a hit. So a no-hitter meaning nobody gets on base, nobody hit, nobody hits. A no-hitter. Wait, they you told me they haven't had a single double or, or a triple. Okay, what, why are you asking this? <laughs> I feel like we all smoked weed and we're sitting there in a circle talking about no-hitters. Okay, you told me they got question. a single. I'm being smart. I'm not even asking. No, I did not. Yes, you did. You said. A no hitter. Hang on. A no hitter means because the no Padres are getting ready to no. know the Padres are getting ready to no hit the Rangers. A no hitter means. Can I? Can I tell you something? What? It's baseball. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. All right, the end. Yeah, no one does care. <laughs> we need that as a drop. Look, here's the deal. Segment It's name. baseball, and no one cares. That's the end of the conversation. He ended it. He went back to South Park. Never said a word the whole time. He's just sitting back on the couch, leaning back, just looking at all of this. I'm screaming. I'm cussing. My wife's trying to explain some cockamamie idea of her version of it. My dumb kid is claiming that everybody's high on weed. (laughs) Right. My kid is like, no, she can't get a double or a triple or whatever. And then a no hitter means. Can I? Can I tell you something? What? It's baseball. No one cares. <laughs> That's true, too. All right, the end. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. See, you need to explain to your family what a hit is before... See, they got way ahead of themselves. They don't even understand what it means to get a hit. Right. No. That's a whole other... I mean, a little guy does because no, he didn't. He thought a single wasn't a hit. That's the that's what I can't figure out. And again, it it speaks to me. I feel like I feel like I'm a horrible parent in situations like this. Well, you dropped an f bomb, and your wife's referencing marijuana. So I don't know. I I think you're both parents of the year. I'm talking about just as far as like my kids don't know what a no hitter is, and they're 30. You know, like well, I don't get that. Is it me? Your house. Your first of all, your house sounds amazing. Is it me or is it them? Uh, like did your if did your no they wouldn't know they wouldn't I, know I could go ask them tonight I, you know I I even turned it on and that is your mission I probably should what is a no hitter like explain it does your wife know these are all good questions <laughs> <laughs> these are all really all right. good questions does yours yes 
She knows what a no-hitter is. Yes, she does. She's sporty. Audrey? I can find out, but I think she does. Okay. Again, my wife is sportsy. She enjoys the concept of sports, and I just thought this was like knowing who Babe Ruth is. You just know intrinsically what this is just because you're alive. That's right. No, the we can go do this, but I'm telling you, we can't beat that. That's incredible. <laughs> you got the youngest one telling mom she's stupid. Uh-huh. Mom talking about we sound like we all been smoking pot. <laughs> you got the oldest one who knows what's going on. Who knows it's going to be on the radio. So he's just like, I'm sitting this out, man. <laughs> you guys can talk about whatever you want. I'm just going to sit over here and not talk. Amazing. Oh, boy. What an amazing display that was. <laughs> yeah. That there was, you go. That was worth the wait. It's like, a, the... it's like a sitcom that I wasn't allowed to watch when I was a kid. Seriously. His household. Like, how far does my house make it? Uh, the kids are in there watching South Park by themselves is where, <laughs> I'm, where I'm, I'm already out. Yeah, yeah, already out. You're not watching that filth. Gosh, love Corby's house so much. That's great. There's no hitter talk. That awesome. was one of my favorite snake pits ever. All agree, right. agree, agree. Let's dive into the NFL next. The ticket. The tip. Bob's world. Bob's world. Soccer. NFL. Bob's world. Bob's world. F1. Golf. Bob's world. Bob's world. Big green egg. Flip flops. Bob's world. Bob's world. Peloton. Hispanic girls. It's the Bob's world theme song. Now, here's Bob. Wow. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. That's awesome, Dan. Yeah, it's been hours on the production on that. (laughs) That's awesome. Before we get to Bob, we are here, as people are maybe getting in their cars, at the Woodford Reserve Musers Campout, live from an undisclosed location. Uh, Gordon Keith has joined us on the program. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. But here is the aforementioned Bob. So, uh... Going through a series here in Bob's world slash dad life slash whatever we call this thing where uh, we navigate some movies uh, with the son. So I have a 15-year-old son and a 16-year-old son, and uh, they're on slightly different timetables for uh, when it's uh, time for dad to dust off uh, this old DVD. But Although now we're getting closer. They're on the same same plane they're, now. They're, they're pretty close, uh, but... The younger one did not make the cut for the showing of Scarface because the older one has been working me for Scarface forever. Okay, so this is fascinating to me because I asked my kids about this, and they had heard of the movie, but they've never asked me to see it, and they've asked me to see, you know, I feel like everything. Yeah. But they're not aware of that cultural push, maybe from the hip-hop world. I promise okay the hip-hop world has helped are you aware of this gordon Mm -hmm. of the hip-hop fascination with scarface just Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. okay okay yeah i I think we uh we kind of discovered it through like cribs like every time they would go to a rapper's house or a a professional athlete who happened to be african-american there there seems to be Often a Scarface shrine somewhere, a frame movie poster or something of that nature. And before long, and it obviously it's referenced <laughs> in many songs, and before long it just it feels like the official movie 
of uh, that side of the tracks. Which is weird because I've always thought of this as, because I saw it, you know, I don't know. I don't think I saw it. I know I didn't see it when it came out because it came out in, what, 81? 80 uh, tracks. Something like that. I mean, uh, it was early 80s. You know who wrote the uh, screenplay, don't you? No, who? Jeez. Oliver Stone. I believe it. I to- I, I cannot believe I didn't know that. How does that not make but all I totally of the sense now? That. Yeah. But I always thought when I saw it in the 90s, I was like, what's the big deal about this? Never seen it. Well, I think, really? I think the draw is uh, up from uh, humble Start beginnings. Start up on the bottom. And uh, you take over, and you got a giant mansion, and everything's great. And, and uh, then, unfortunately, it takes a turn. But didn't you think... When you first saw it, and I don't remember, and Donovan Lewis is sitting down with his skinny pop and uh, his water. Hey, Donnie. Hey, hey, fellas. Um, Hey, Donnie. I think the De Niro portrayal of Tony Montana is so ridiculously over the top. And maybe it's because, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Pacino, Pacino. not De Niro. Um, And maybe it's because. Didn't he appropriate an accent in that? Uh, Appropriated several things, like an ethnicity. (laughs) Right. You know, it was a different time. It's yeah. a different time. It was. Take that, Gordon. But I, I just thought it was always so ridiculously over the top. But at the same time, man, there is are millions of people who would put Scarface at the very top of the pyramid. Oh, dude. Absolutely. What do you got on Scarface? Have you seen it? I've never seen it. Interesting. I'm with Donnie. Donnie, it's a bad movie. We don't need to watch it. Okay, so let's watch uh, Thunderpants. Me and Brett Tito finally navigated these waters recently, and uh, after watching it, we did a debrief. So, uh, when's the last time you had seen this? By the way, had it been years and years and yeah, years? Yeah, probably when I was in college, maybe. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So did you? I mean, I've forgotten a lot of it. I did too, and and honestly, the premise of him watching it with uh, with uptight parents and uh, just you know, so it's just it's it's sort of the rite of passage. Like, okay, you're you're now like an upperclassman in high school. Like, uh, yeah, who am I kidding when he goes to his buddies' houses and uh, you know, it's just it's yeah. it's, it's this con- things happen. It's this never ending conflict of parenting where you're trying to like. Eventually, this, there's give up. Is this the right thing? Yes. Do I want to fight this fight? So, anyway, me and Brett Tito, now uh, 16, uh, voices uh, certainly working his way to adulthood. Here was our debrief from watching Scarface. So, uh, recently, we took That's a look me. at the movie Scarface. Uh, why was this something you wanted to do? Um, I don't know. It just seemed to be an iconic uh, film. Um, and I always see, like... You know, the world is yours, tattoos, and Tony Montana and whatnot. And so I'm just, I just wanted to see it. Okay. Well, uh, you waited quite a while, right? Uh, what was it like? Uh, I really enjoyed it. He's not really That's the whole review? <laughs> I mean, ask me questions. <laughs> like, hang on, hang on, stop it there. Stop Be it. careful what you ask for. Uh-oh. Bro. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk for you. you got to ask me stuff. timing you. That's going to ask me something, you idiot. Maybe if you ask me questions. Yeah, you're the guy that asks <laughs> yeah. all these long questions. Yeah, Fire away, yeah. Dad. So, God, Dad. Dylan, the <laughs> argumentative team. You ask everybody else long questions. Where's mine? There was yeah. a lot of Dylan right there. Let's review that just for a moment. So I'm just, I just wanted to see it. Okay. Well, uh, you waited quite a while, right? Uh, what was it like? Uh, I really enjoyed it. That's the whole review? I mean, ask me questions. Oh, God! <laughs> he sounds just like an athlete. He sounds just like an athlete. That is well, awesome. Ask me questions. 
Yeah, he's very comfortable around me. <laughs> he's very comfortable. <laughs> you can ask me questions. <laughs> I, love it. I mean, do you want me to like give a whole? Well, I just rundown? I I would love your impressions of when Scarface, Mister Stern. I really enjoyed it, and I think it exceeded my expectations. It exceeded your expectations. How so? I thought your expectations were very high. They were. And and it ex- I like. I enjoyed it. I don't know why I hate on Scarface. I really liked it. What did you like? Um, it was very. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of action. A lot of action. I I liked. Uh, I really liked pr- protagonist and his uh, pal, whoever, whatever his name is. I forgot. And um, it was really cool to seeing him rise to power and everything. They say it's a cautionary tale, though. Do you believe that? What does that even mean? Well, it means you can learn from his mistakes, I think. Here's the parenting trying to get sneaky. Or do you... <laughs> so you realize... But, but it's a cautionary tale. You you got that from it, didn't you? You realize he's not a hero, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll watch his dick di- di- down. I don't know, man. Like the pile of cocaine, I just I don't thought know. It was I thought cool. it was pretty cool. All man. he made were good decisions, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it means you can learn from his mistakes, I think. Or do you sense that he made no mistakes and uh, much like the rap game will tell you that Tony Montana is, uh, is to be emulated, not uh, necessarily I mean, he was like from. a millionaire or something, you know. Yeah, he also died he from about 5,000 bullets. <laughs> he just got caught lacking. All right, let's Wait, see. what did he get? He got caught right. what? Oh, lacking, I think. Yes, hold on. You sense that he made no mistakes, and uh, much like the rap game will tell you that Tony Montana is uh, is to be emulated, not uh, necessarily I mean, he was like from. a millionaire or something, you know. Yeah, he also died from about 5,000 bullets. He just got caught lacking, you know? There's always, I don't know. Just... He got caught lacking in what way? I mean. The inability to avoid 5,000 bullets? Yeah. And the security died and everything, so it kind of sucks. But, like, I mean, if you're, like, a drug lord, you know, you're always going to have people who, like, want to kill you, right? So, so I'm going to pause it here. The, He's trying to explain to you. I mean, yeah. Dad's not quite getting the whole drug yeah. lord thing. No. I mean, he's a drug lord, Dad. First off, Do you dad. know how hard it is to be a drug lord, yeah. Dad? <laughs> he's a hard millionaire. Like so what, he's, he's explaining the world to you now. How could so. anybody do anything wrong if they're a millionaire? Right, right. That's like that's a millionaire. Exactly. Yeah, a millionaire. That's what, that's what it was. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's roll out here. Thing to draw from that is don't be a drug lord. Okay, so okay, hold on. Dogs, Boy, like, you're really shoehorning I mean, like the lessons. Drug lord, you know, you're always gonna have people who like want to kill you, right? So, so the the thing to draw from that is don't be a drug lord. Okay, so would you rather be in poverty or a multi million dollar drug lord? <laughs> There's no third choice. No. Why? Because if he didn't ride, if he didn't go into that business, um, then he would have still been in the uh, immigrant camp in poverty. Maybe. Yeah, pause or... it for a second. Yeah, Bob, why are you always wanting people to stay in immigrant camps? Yeah, I don't and get it. Did you even answer the question? Because it's legit. Yeah. Maybe we need a Twitter poll. Yeah. Which one would you rather be? I th- yes. Multi-billionaire drug lord. Dead, uh-huh. at, dead at 33. Or in an immigrant camp. In, right. But in poverty. Those are two very tough choices, son. <laughs> did, did, is he not, in his head, is he not thinking that he did get machine gunned down well, by he, a million bullets at you, 35? You heard him say there, though, because his security got knocked off. Yeah. yeah. you got to be on top of your fault. game. Like he, he had nothing to do with the whole being in the he, line of fire. He needed a better security detail. <laughs> Maybe he uh, would rise up in a, in a more legal and safe possible possible way i mean it wouldn't have been anywhere near um where he got i don't think okay so you didn't learn anything from his- <laughs> I, 
I'm just saying, would you rather? I, and I'm asking you, did you learn anything from his mistake? I mean, what mistakes did he really well, make? Well, he probably yes! died at 25. Okay, the, reason, the reason he was killed is because he didn't kill a mother and child. So, uh, so what? you know, how's point. that mistake? No, I would say it was, a, it was a series of bad decisions along the way, wouldn't you? Well, what bad decisions? Yes. Well, one after the other, which basically is solve every problem with violence, break every law possible, and uh, basically do whatever you feel like. And the laws and the rules of society don't really apply to you because uh, you have this big gun. Yeah. He is so winning. He, he is, is so winning. You. This. He's and killing you. He's standing over at that podium, oh, like in the, uh, the 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 junior verbal sparring. This is the biggest slaying I've ever heard in my life. Is he also not taking into account that the guy was doing pounds of cocaine every day? Oh yeah, I think he's taking that into account. Yeah, but oh, what's the positive side of the ledger? Yeah, you got to get to the top of the game yeah, by doing the that's cocaine. Awesome. I, I haven't seen this movie, but I don't think I've ever heard anyone explain it so vividly. I know it. Isn't right it amazing? Like, I want to watch it now. Oh All man, all the things that he happened. So right. He was doing exactly what he needed to do. It was <laughs> other people that failed him. He got Pfeiffer dead. Man, yeah, <laughs> killed Pfeiffer. And the rules of society don't really apply to you because uh, you have this big gun, <laughs> Dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop it. There's no way you feel that way. Feel, bro, I, I just, I just bro, like, I'm not Did defending. he just bro you? Yep. Yeah. I get that a lot. We're very comfortable around each other. Dude, I. That's, the, that's like a thing. Sons say that to their dads. Bro. Bro. Bro, Toast. KD can't make that shot. What's he doing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Stop it. There's no way you feel that way. Feel, bro, I, I, just, I just like, I'm not <laughs> defending his actions, but I, I understand. Okay. You know? Well, were there any. Uh, were there any reasons why a, a young man probably shouldn't uh, be watching this movie? No. So all the concerns, uh, the ratings and things of that nature uh, did not make you feel like, uh, let's say, a 14-year-old or a 12-year-old shouldn't be subjected to this. I mean, it's nothing you're not going to see in Call of Duty kind of thing. Okay. So, so uh, what is your age, your perfect age rating for Scarface? Eight. Um, was... Was there um, any um, inappropriate scenes in that movie? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, pause it there. Pause pause it there. The liar! The dude, are you sure you are talking about the same movie? Dude, <laughs> the beginning of this movie, there is a chainsaw in the bathtub scene that still haunts me when I saw it when I was 25. Mm -hmm. As I mean, that is a crazy scene. Yeah, Violent out the wazoo. Is he talking about sex? He's talking about sex. Okay. Yeah. Chainsaws are fine. Come on. Stop uh, violence. Yeah. Uh, you know there might have been. Any, there there might have been. Frisky yeah, there might have been a, a frisky scene or two, as I recall. Frisky. I mean, uh, aside from that, like I don't see why a like thirteen-year-old can watch it. <laughs> okay, so aside from raising a son who thinks Tony Montana is a good role model, did I make any mistakes in showing this movie to you? No. <laughs> All right, any uh, shout-outs? Uh, Shout-out to Tony Montana. Okay. Forever. Thank you, <laughs> Appreciate your time. Forever. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Team Montana wow. forever. That was awesome. Yes. That was so great. That was so easy. I am so is it Team Brett. Joke? I'm Team Brett. <laughs> so you, you need to let him fill in for you someday when you're on vacation. <laughs> right. Oh, he's got the toot already. I'll be his co-host. <laughs> Brett, go so hard, man. Nothing. Tony Montana did nothing wrong. Yeah. No. Nope. No. Yeah. 
Nothing. No, his only – he did identify one, yes. When does he get – He needed an HR department to vet these <laughs> security people a little bit better. When does Brett get his thug life tattoo across his stomach? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Oh, is that's he great. Gonna, is he going to have a teardrop tattoo <laughs> well, followed by a cross followed by another teardrop tattoo? Uh, there's, right. There's uh, dad life. Yeah. Oh, oh, the ticket. Oh, man. That's, great. that's awesome.